1059 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On the Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. This is 105.9 The Region. I'm Tina Cortez with On The Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show. And we begin today with the Bank of Canada's recent rate hike. My co-host and our real estate expert is Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties, and he has today's first guest. Good morning, Asif. Good morning, Tina. And yes, we're going to be talking rates and financing with Colin Mason from the Mortgage Domain. Colin, welcome back to On The Market. Thank you. Glad to be here. Colin, 0.75% was the uh, recent rate hike by the Bank of Canada. And was that a surprise to a lot of people? Uh, No, I think that it was anticipated. If anything, it was a little lower than what we had been told earlier in the summer. So uh, I think actually there's a glimmer of light at the end of the tunnel here. I think the fact that it was a little bit lower is showing that uh, there are some signs of change. So... And Colin, can you take us through exactly what does the bank rate hike mean? How does it impact consumers? Well, it impacts, cons- it impacts consumers right across the board on a variety of different, uh, uh, different ways in terms of borrowing and uh, mortgages, loans, that kind of thing. Um, but obviously everybody is probably by this point aware of the fact that the, the, the increases in the rates are uh, to try to curb inflation. So... Uh, it, it, you know, there has been a lot of speculation uh, or criticism that perhaps it's a little bit too much. Uh, and, uh, but the theory was to kind of go at it hard, get, the, get inflation under, under kind of control, and then we can reassess at that point and then possibly even lower rates down the road. But I don't think people should be expecting rates as low as they were in the past year because that was bit of an anomaly. Rates have not been that low really ever before. Uh, and certainly uh, in, in the time frame of people who are borrowing for mortgages right now. So I think people should expect their rates can hover in and around or maybe a little bit lower than where they are now. And I think that that will be kind of where we're going to be for a while. And you're right. I mean, with the help that the government provided with the CERB and, and the lower interest rates during the pandemic, I mean, that was a very, very good rate for people. And it was, you know, we knew that it was going to end, just like when CERB came to an end. We knew these low rates would not last forever. But it seems like the new normal, which is the old normal, is back to, you know, rates between 4 and 5%. How does consumer confidence get affected when we're going back to a normal that we were used to, but coming from a certainly different situation? Well, I think a lot of the, particularly first-time home buyers, have been. Um, it, it's a bit of a shock for them. They've never seen rates even in this in this uh, uh, kind of spectrum. So, obviously, you're going to have those that have never expected rates to even be this high. But for the for the vast majority of borrowers, people that currently have mortgages, um, people that have had mortgages in the past, or just maybe a little bit more savvy as to what it's all about. Um, I think it's really more about, it's not what the rates are as much as it's when is this going to stop and where are we going to end up? Because I think from a budget perspective, people are trying to figure out 
you know, what are we going to be able to afford? Where is the line in the sand so that we can kind of figure out how this is going to work for us moving forward? So most of the clients that we're talking to, they're not necessarily concerned about, you know, obviously nobody wants higher interest rates than they were yesterday, but uh, they're, they're not off the charts. They, it wasn't that long ago that rates pre-COVID, the rates were in and around this uh, now where we are today. So I think a lot of people are just trying to figure out when is it going to stop? Where am I going to be so that I can sort of budget and figure out because they don't want to get into uh, owning a home that's going to cost them something that they may not be able to afford on renewal and that kind of thing. So uh, that's what we're finding right now. And call us, talk to us a little bit more about that. So what specifically are you hearing from your clients? Are they, how are they reacting? Are they nervous? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, I think the, the nervousness is stemming from everything. Gas prices are up, you know, the price of eggs. I, I never really looked at the price of eggs the other day, but I went to the grocery store and I'm like, wait a minute here, this doesn't seem right. Um, you know, everything's more expensive. It's just, it's just so many things are changing right now. We've just come out of obviously two years of what we had to deal with. It's just been a, a the last two years has just been uh, you know, a, a blow to a lot of people, both financially and, and emotionally and so on and so forth. So this is just one more thing that I think people are just trying to figure out how is this going to impact them. And, you know, housing prices are still quite high. I mean, As- Asif and I were talking about this earlier. There hasn't been a bubble bursting. You know, there's been some softening in certain areas, but people are happy, that, homeowners are happy that they've they've built some equity in their in their homes. And if those that don't have to sell, they won't sell unless they can get what they think it's worth. And right now there's still a housing shortage in the GTA particularly, and I think that, uh, you know, I don't think you're going to see a huge uh, plummet in in, uh, house prices. So I think that's part of the problem as well is that, you know, rates are going up. Housing prices are still expensive, even though they've, they've dropped a little bit. There are those that are sort of expecting, I'm going to wait until the uh, client say to me the other day, I'm going to wait until the bubble bursts. I said, well, you may be waiting a while because I don't think that that's necessarily going to happen. So. Hmm. And Colin, you said something there. You said everything is more expensive. And, and of course, that contributes to inflation. Do you think inflation peaked around the uh, June and July mark? Because we're starting to see it come down now. And how is that going to affect the Bank of Canada's future decisions? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Nobody really knows, uh, but I there there, there was some uh, indication that uh, that inflation had had actually curbed. So you know, they're using some COVID terms, uh, flattening the curve. You know, we're hearing that quite a bit on a lot of different topics. So uh, you know, flattening the curve, getting the the uh, the inflation under control. So I think the fact that they they did increase as, uh, only three quarters of a percent rather than the point. I think you may see another increase, uh, you know, perhaps prior to the holiday season. I think it may be, I'm going to stick my neck out here, I think it might be maybe uh, maybe a half a point rather than three quarters. Um, and so that definitely should give some confidence to people that, hey, I think we could, maybe we the worst is behind us. Um, and then, you know, there has been some chat between, uh, you know, many people that are in the know that perhaps they might even take a little bit of a stab at lowering rates prior to the holiday season to stimulate a little bit of spending. So these are all speculative, you know, ideas that may or may not happen. But 
Uh, if they trend in that direction, then I think perhaps people could start to feel a little bit more comfortable. And I'm personally thinking that rates are going to flatten out. We're going to the worst is behind us rate-wise. At least maybe we might have a one or two more increases over the course of the next six months. But I think we're going to. I think the housing market is going to pick back up. People are going to start getting back into the swing of things. And I think that uh, for the spring market, and I think that rates are going to be in and around this. And eventually, I think you're going to start to see rates backing off because I think they've just they've done a they've kind of gone beyond what they needed to do. And once the realization is there, I think they're going to scale it back a bit. And it'll obviously stimulate all kinds of you know everything will will fall into place. Things will prices will drop on various different commodities and so on. So, what advice are you giving your clients right now then? Uh, a lot of people are wondering about fixed rate versus uh, variable rate. So right now, it's a bit of a toss-up. For those that can handle a little bit of market fluctuation, we do. We are saying, and we don't recommend. We only provide clients with the tools in order for them to make an educated decision. Obviously, we don't want to steer them. We just want to help them make the, the right decision for them. So a variable rate mortgage for some is a good idea because if rates do start to come down. You know, people have been locking in to a, you know, in and around the 5% mark for a five-year fix, but prime rate starts to drop. Those that have a variable rate mortgage, although they're taking a little bit of a blow now, uh, they may start to benefit in a year or two when rates start to perhaps come down. So that's, that's some advice we're giving clients to, you know, kind of hold, hold on to that thought. Uh, but again, you know, we are telling clients those that are, those that are looking at getting into the market right now, if the housing market picks up pace again, these, like I said, these rates I think are here to stay. Whether we're in the fours or the fives, or but we're going to be here. And I think that um, if there is going to be a rate drop, it's not going to be a huge rate drop in my opinion. So, but I do believe, I also, in my opinion, I think that the housing market will start to pick up again, and prices are going to ultimately go back up. So. You know, without motivating people to get into something that they can't handle, I think that it is definitely, it's not necessarily a bad time to buy. Uh, I think that, you know, if you take a look at the long term where rates have been over the course of history, these are still among the lowest rates. Uh, and again, I think that the housing market with all that the forecast is with new immigrants coming into uh, the GTA, the expected influx there with the housing shortage, I think that you know, I don't think housing prices are going to, I don't think it's going to get much cheaper in the GTA particularly. And, and also when we're looking at house pricing of last year and comparing it to now, uh, it still has gone up. Uh, and, you know, although it's not the 20, 30% that we were used to seeing during the COVID period, it has gone up. But Colin, before we let you go, there's a lot of talk about trigger rates. Uh, explain to our listeners what a trigger rate is and what it means Okay, so it's very important for people to know that, that most of the banks offer, when, when we refer to a variable rate mortgage, most people do not know that there's two types of variable rate mortgages. There's an actual variable rate mortgage, and then there's an adjustable rate mortgage. Now, the trigger rate uh, is referring to typically a variable rate mortgage. So the way it works is when you have a variable rate mortgage, they, if you're, if the interest amount that you have to pay in a month is $1,000. They might make your mortgage payment, say for argument's sake, $1,200. But it's basically a trigger payment more than anything else because when the rate goes up, if the interest portion exceeds that $1,200, so eventually or ultimately it becomes an interest-only payment, 
then that is what will trigger an increase in a variable in, in a payment on a variable rate mortgage. An adjustable rate mortgage, every single time the rate changes, your payment changes. So there are certain lenders, and I won't mention who will do what on, on this show, um, but definitely if anybody wants to call me, I can help them uh, determine what lender provides a variable rate mortgage and those that provide adjustable rate mortgages. There's nothing wrong with a variable rate mortgage, but people just need to understand that it's a, it, there are two types of variable rate mortgages, and it's really never dis, not discussed very much, particularly uh, in, 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 when I worked at a particular institution in the past, I had a client that had a mortgage, a vari it was a variable rate mortgage, and uh, after five years, they had not paid any of the principal down. So their balance was exactly what it was the day it was advanced five years prior because what happened was prime rate increased and it didn't activate that trigger payment and then it became, for all intents and purposes, a an interest rate only more sorry an interest only mortgage and that is can be harmful for those that are expecting that they're building equity through their their mortgage payments. So definitely consult your mortgage professional, obviously I, I would be able to help out anybody that's asking and explain the difference between the two and make sure that they don't run into a situation where after five years they haven't paid any of the principal down. And for those wanting that help calling or, or even have any questions about rates, how can they reach you? 416-676-6777. And that's the easiest way to get me. Just text me and tell me that uh, you, you got my information over the the radio show, and uh, and I'll be able to help anybody out. Thanks, Colin. Great to have you on again, and we'll look forward to talking to you soon. Thanks again. After the break, has the stress test overstayed its welcome? This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. I'm Tina Cortez. Our real estate expert is Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties. And Asif, you have today's next guest. Hi, dear Tina. It's Wasim Jara from Keller Williams in Newmarket. Wasim, welcome to On the Market. Oh, thank you very much, Asif and Tina. Thank you very much for having me. Wasim, there's so much talk about rates and what's happening with the market and in particular, the stress test, and, and Tina enters the segment by saying, has the stress test overstayed its welcome? What are you hearing out there? So um, the short answer is uh, yes. The uh, stress test uh, or the underwriting the B20 guidelines uh, came in to uh, sort of curb uh, people's uh, spending and, and getting into further uh, debt. Uh, it was a prudent move at the time when interest rates were uh, extremely low. It made sense, but I think right now when you have uh, variable rate mortgages at 5.45% and uh, fixed rate mortgages at almost 6%, I believe it has uh, overstayed um, you know, its, its course, and uh, I believe that it's the right time for uh, OSPI to uh, consider uh, removing and eliminating it. And what does this do when, when you have to qualify for 2% above the higher rates? What is this doing to consumer confidence and especially their affordability? 
Well, it's definitely depleting their affordability. Um, you know, for, in my opinion, where interest rates are right now, for, for no good reason, it's, uh, it's putting an additional burden on uh, home buyers and uh, indirectly, obviously, impacts the, uh, the market. Um, there, there's no question that our biggest concern in the market has always been uh, supply and bring supply uh, onto the market, but this uh, further exacerbates that and makes it much harder for buyers to qualify for that home that they would have been able to qualify at the contract rate. And do you see rates increasing further from here? Should there be a scaled type of stress test to say, uh, you know, if you have so much down payment, your stress test value would be uh, this in addition to the variable or fixed rate that you're getting? How do you see changes to the stress test coming? Well, I, I think like uh, like anything that comes in at a, at a certain period of time, it uh, you know it, it serves a certain purpose, and uh, you know once that that purpose is no longer there, then the um, authorities need to look at it and see if it's still uh, relevant. Uh, you know, do I believe that it should be looked at? Of course, I, sh- I do. Um, you know, it's uh, you know I know the Toronto Real, you know, Real Estate Board has uh, asked that uh, you know the uh, removing the B20 uh, guidelines or the stress test guideline from existing homeowners when they just want to switch to another uh, bank or to another lender. So these are individuals that already have mortgages, but, you know, perhaps they just want to move to another bank, so removing that stress test guidelines, uh, you know, from them. Uh, but like I said, you know, this is uh, this is uh, something that they need to look at. Uh, I know the uh, an organization, the, Canadian, uh, the Mortgage Professionals of Canada, are also looking at this, and uh, I believe the voices are going to get louder uh, advocating uh, you know, the government and the OSFI to uh, remove or amend the uh, stress test. Yeah, our biggest thing as realtors will seem is to make sure our clients are buying within their means. And having said that, do you think the removal of the stress test will cause problems in terms of people may be purchasing above their means? I, I mean, uh, regardless of what we do, uh, people will still make the decisions that they want. We can only guide uh, home buyers to, uh, you know, information that we have, and we can guide them a certain way. And uh, as you know, Asifa, there's uh, many different types of agents out there. So, um, and people will still make the decisions that they want. But I think that we have a responsibility as realtors to provide the information and to uh, look out for our clients. But uh, here's uh, here's the bottom line. Interest rates will still go up. Uh, they're talking right now on, um, I believe, in October. Interest rates will go up another uh, October 26, another 0.5% uh, or 50 basis points. Um, but I can see the, uh, the uh, interest rates, um, I would say, reversing uh, come uh, summer to fall of uh, 2023. So the sky's not falling. Um, the Bank of Canada has been indicating that, you know, interest rates are going to rise for quite some time right now and given a lot of people to uh, understand uh, the time to understand that this is going to happen and their payments are going to increase and uh, I, I think that you know we'll be in a better uh, position uh, come 2023 so the size not falling uh, you know there's still great opportunities uh, out there for both uh, buyers and uh, sellers as well the short-term pain for long-term gain that seems to be uh, a common message uh, that's being shared right now uh, and, and as inflation comes into grasp and, and we start to level off with the, the numbers that they're targeting for inflation. Do you see consumer confidence increasing? Do you see uh, a pullback from the Bank of Canada as we start to maybe get under five or, or four for the inflation number? 
So uh, this is a, this is a strategy that the uh, that the uh, Bank of Canada um, is uh, uh, is applying, which is a it's called the front end uh, load strategy, where they load the interest rates as much as they can to try to bring that uh, inflation to uh, to levels that they want to see. Uh, right now, we're sitting, I believe, uh, as of uh, August at uh, 7.1%. Uh, so whatever strategy they're applying is definitely uh, working. Uh, I think the consumer confidence is uh, is, is still is still positive. It's it's not like we're not living in a in a dark world uh, right now where you know everyone is uh, over leveraged. You got to keep in mind that most homeowners today have at least 50% equity in their homes. So is that equity eroding right now? Yes, if someone wants to sell right now. But that doesn't mean that, you know, uh, all these people that are coming up for renewal, they're all going to be hit with these extremely high rates and their mortgages are so big that they're not going to be able to afford it. Um, you know, a lot of people are sitting, uh, you know, with over 50% equity in the, in their homes or they're in a very healthy, uh, healthy spot right now. So like I said, you know, the, the sky's not falling. We've, uh, we've been through different markets uh, as well, so it, it's incumbent on us as well as uh, professionals to share the right information, the relevant information, and to uh, provide comfort and, uh, and, and assurance that, you know, here's what's happening with the, with the market uh, for consumers not to, not to panic. And sharing the right information is something that you always do with him. Thank you so much for your insight uh, into the market and also for the great message that the sky is not falling and we're going to be just fine. No, we'll be fine. Thank you very much for having me. When we come back, your real estate questions and this week's hot listing. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, the real estate show exclusively on 105.9 The Region. Time now for our listener questions. And we begin with Kana in Richmond Hill, she wants to know if there is a checklist for preparing a basement apartment for rent. Asif, what's your advice? Great question. And, and yeah, there actually is. I mean, it depends on if you want to make it a legal conforming basement apartment because then you'll be dealing with the fire department and their checklist because you have to make sure that there's fire doors, secondary escape routes, uh, make sure there's proper insulation. So you want to make sure that you're contacting the local fire department to come in and approve that and also the municipality to uh, give you the go-ahead to have a legal conforming basement apartment. Now, there's a lot of people that do rent out their basements without that legal conforming aspect, and you want to make sure that, again, uh, safety first. So, you, you know, do, uh, is there a fire door? Is there a secondary escape route? You want to make sure that whoever's renting your basement is secure and safe. And at the same time, you want to protect the people that are upstairs. The other thing that a lot of people don't think about is the parking situation. Hmm. So is it a private driveway? Are they sharing it with the people that are upstairs? If they do have a car, uh, you know, who has the right of way and, you know, it, there's there's so many fights that happen over parking spots when you're renting out a basement apartment. So you, you want to try and nip as many of those in the butt as you can. All right. This next question has to do with finding that perfect real estate agent. The question comes from Ron in Markham. He's asking, how does he work with an agent to find his dream home in the perfect neighborhood? 
easy one, right, Joseph? It sure is. And this is something that we try and stress with all of our clients is be honest with your realtor. A lot of people think that they're negotiating with their realtor because they don't want to tell the realtor everything. They want to hold some of the cards closer to their chest, but you have to be honest with your realtor and share with them exactly what you want and exactly what you don't want so that you're all on the same page. It makes it a lot less stressful and it makes things a lot easier as you progress through that. As a reminder, you can send your questions anytime to info at 1059theregion.com. But Asif, if our listeners prefer to contact you directly, how can they do that? You know, they can phone me at 416-985-CON. That's 416-985-5426. Next, the hot listing. Asif, tell us about this week's property. We're going to go to Unionville, Ontario, and we have a stunning, completely renovated townhome and it's in the Highway 7 and Kennedy area, walking distance to Main Street, Unionville, walking distance to downtown Markham, right across from Whole Foods. It's an absolutely great area. And, Tina, when have you heard this last? It's a townhouse. It's a three-bedroom townhouse with a finished basement in Unionville for under $900,000. This is coming soon. It's going to be on the market next week. And finished basement, that's always an asset these days. Sure is. Great recreation room down there so you can have your big screen TV or a home office. Uh, this house really does give you a lot to look forward to. It's a condominium townhouse as well, so there's a, you know low maintenance. It's, it's got a rooftop little deck off the master bedroom. It's a great little house. Now, what does condominium townhouse mean? Condominium townhouse means that... Uh, you have a condominium corporation that looks after the the maintenance of the property and they take care of a lot of the different things that as a homeowner you would have to take care of. So you pay a small maintenance fee, you've got a little park in the area, uh, visitor parking, they take care of all of that, they take care of snow removal and uh, it's just a, a great little pocket in Unionville. All right, so this one is coming soon. One more time, the highlights of this property, the list price, and where our listeners can get more information. This is a three-bedroom, two-bathroom property, lots of recent updates, great kitchen. It's a fairly open concept, three large bedrooms. You know, a lot of these new townhomes have smaller bedrooms, but this has three large bedrooms, and the master has an ensuite and a double closet. Uh, The list price is going to be just under $900,000. And for more information, they can contact me at 905-554-5522. And it's a townhouse coming up on Ash Glenway. If you missed any part of our show, go to 1059theregion.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. I'm Tina Cortez. Thank you for listening. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.